0: And welcome to this episode of the Modex podcast, and I am extremely excited today to be joined by Matthew, the CEO, founder of Fort Misa. So it's great to have you on the podcast, Matthew. Welcome.
1: Thank you, Haley. Um, I'm, I'm happy to be here. I got my coffee. Um, all, all's right in the world. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, Matthew's a bit of a, a podcast expert, should we say, so there's a lot... There's a lot of uh of kind of content out there that you've discussed and, and gone through all sorts of different subjects. Hopefully we'll have a, a different angle here. It's um it's a bit more about you, the heart of tech, you know, who you are. Um and yeah, so hopefully we will be offering the listeners, you know, something maybe that they didn't know about you. So um, so yeah, so we'll get straight into it. Um maybe first we could give um we could give the listeners a bit of an idea of you who you are how you've got to where you are and a bit of a kind of backstory of of your journey does that sound okay
1: yeah i it was it was a crucible experience right being forged um everyone's journey when they when they decide to create something new is is like that i think mm-hmm. um for me um i had a, a a technology services practice for a number of years um did a did strategic um, planning, consulting, um, putting together budgets for small organizations that maybe didn't have executive talent in the um, IT org. Um, but I also had a services team, and so the services team would go in there and make sure uh, core systems were reliable. Uh, you know, our our practice specialty was not all IT. It was you know if you're if you're a hospital, there's like this important um, electronic health health records core, and we would help with things like that. Or if you're a bank there was a banking core and we would help with that. And, um, you know, oftentimes organizations, they have it talent that can, you know, unpack laptops, but maybe they, maybe they need help with a database system. So I did that for a number of years. Um, but you know, my practice really got dragged in the direction of security, just repeatedly, um, uh, client after client needed help with security. And before I knew it, I was running a cybersecurity practice. Um, and this was in uh, the, the mid-20-teens. And I decided, you know, I want to do something a little bit bigger. The demand is is growing really quickly. This was a little bit before, I think, cyber really entered the mainstream. Um, it's it's on the front page every week. Um, yeah. We certainly were combining things like the word election and cyber at the same time um, back then. Um, and now, you know, cyber cybersecurity. Is impacting everything in our world, but at that time, I realized that you know if we're really gonna if we're really gonna tackle this humongous problem that's growing so quickly, um, we're gonna need to do it with with better software because um, not everyone can have 25 years of experience in cybersecurity. You know, some people just need an easy button. Um, yeah. So so I founded Fort Mesa, and the idea was to help organizations do um, the simplest things that, um, eliminated the most amount of risk, right. As easy as possible. Um, yeah. <laughs> and not everything in cyber can be done that way, but some things can be some things, um, some things can be put into simple workflows just to make, make sure people stay on guide rails and going, you know, step one, step two, step three. Um, and so that's the product we created and, um, I created this product, tried it out in the market. Um, it worked with, um, you know, it was built for, the smaller half of organizations, you know, under a thousand employees, sweet spots, you know, somewhere between 20 and 200. Um, And it's great. Um, And then I had to learn sales and marketing and um, you know, the software worked well, but um, while I had been selling stuff for many, many years, selling my own software instead of someone else's stuff was new to me. Um, So I had to learn marketing. I had to learn sales. And most importantly, we had to figure out a business model um, that would work for, for our our software. And what we ended up doing is a channel model. So um, we actually don't sell our software to businesses um, to end customers. We sell our software to companies that actually deliver cybersecurity. So um, right now we're working with hundreds of service providers that are each delivering some type of cybersecurity service to their customers. And they've got any number of customers. And so we were able to achieve economies of scale, which is what you need to do as a software company. Um, and that's how I, I got where I am today. And, you know, our, we're, um, we're now working with the largest, um, IT industry association, uh, in the world, CompTIA, you know, they're our showcase customer. Um, and so that's, it's been ex- exciting so far and yeah. we'll, we'll, see, we'll see where this goes. <laughs>
0: yeah. So it was 2016 that you founded it. Is that
1: correct? Uh, it, was, it was, it was dreamy at that time, you know, yeah. did, you know, I was still working in my services practice, um, doing research. And I think it's really important. You know, if you're thinking of creating a company, you're, you you want to do something new that you do your research and you don't just buy a research report. You do your own research, mm-hmm. firsthand research. Um, it took me a while to do that. Um, and the, the result was I had research that I had created myself that was two years ahead of the research analysts. Yeah. Um, which is important if you want to, you know, race to market. Um, but we actually didn't, uh, I, you know, I didn't go really, really full time and launch. We went through a, an accelerator actually and launched sort of officially in 2019. Um, and then we started selling, you know, that channel model to service providers so that they could sell to their customers in 2021. And we're, uh, you know, we're two and a half years on from that. Yeah. So, um, you know, there's these milestones, right? You know, it's an idea first and you got to research yeah. the idea and get it right. And then you got to, start trying stuff out and then you got to figure out what's going to work and then you yeah
0: yeah and pivot and do all those sorts of things and then yeah
1: a lot of pivots yeah a lot of stuff didn't work we're still finding things that don't work so
0: that to me is one of the most encouraging things though and that is one of the threads that all of these fantastic founders that I you know I speak with um you know via the podcast and this is just a thread that that is in every conversation um and it is that that's encouraging and it's hopefully encouraging to people who are at the beginning of their journey as well um you know expect to a lot of ups and
1: downs yeah i mean i i I don't go in for a lot you know i'm i'm i live in upstate new york you know in in leaf country where you've got this beautiful autumn and right now it's you know threatening snow so um, i'm pretty far from silicon valley Right, and I don't buy into a lot of the Silicon Valley um, philosophy, but the idea of failing fast and failing forward, and learning learning quickly, and taking that those learning moments and and creating um, change quickly it's um, it's now the the science of creating businesses is what it's yeah. become, and mm-hmm. I, I think it's gone far beyond Silicon Valley, and it's it's uh, they're teaching it in business school now. So yeah,
0: yeah. Yes very uh, reassuring for yeah people at the beginning of their at the beginning of their journeys so I mean what advice would you give those people um what would be kind of those those key pieces of advice then that you'd give people that are kind of you 15 well your career goes back to 1999 doesn't it <laughs> uh, you know 15 years ago 20 years ago what what advice would you give those people at start um all?
1: Well, so, you know, starting out in my career, um, I'm 40, so I think <laughs> <laughs> there, there comes a point where you stop counting, but um, the, uh, you know, when I, when I started my career, I, I, you know, I, I actually dropped out of high school to go to college because I was bored in high school. Right. Aced the entrance exams, went to college and I was bored in college. Um, so I dropped out of college and, you know, started a company. Um, And that, that was, that was, that's been my mentality. I've always been an entrepreneur, either, either running, you know, I've been in the driver's seat or, or, um, you know, first Lieutenant, someone else that's, that's driving their car. Mm -hmm. Um, I've always liked creating new things. I've always liked doing the hardest thing. Um, That is who I am. And I'm, I I would say I'm afflicted by startup. So um, I think there's those of us in, in, in the world that are, um, creators that need to be creating. And, um, if, if you have that drive, you need to find an outlet for it. And for me, it's, it's, um, creating organizations, right. Or organizational change, um, new things that didn't exist before. And, uh, but that's not, that's not the right chart for everyone. I, I think, you know, I am at a point in my career where I get a lot of questions. People ask me, how do I get into cyber? And the first thing I asked them is, well, what do you like? Mm-hmm. What do you like about work? What do you, what makes you feel good at the end of the day? And I think that is super important. Um, if you, if you enjoy talking to people and you would be depressed, if you were staring at code all day or a spreadsheet all day, make sure you have a job where you're talking to people. Yeah, um, That is really important. Um, if you don't like talking to people, cause it makes you nervous and you just want to like work by yourself. Um, think about that i i you know i don't i don't think our educational system does a very good job of um looking at the things you know that the type of animal each individual is you know we we've got like things that are just part of us right and saying you know what you are you are probably good for this career track because in right. 15 years after you go through step 1 2 and 3 you're going to be sitting at a desk all day, or you know what, you need to be yeah. working with your hands or you're going to be miserable for life. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we do enough of that early in education. I think, I think we, you know, as I'm on a school board and as, as educators, we stand in front of the students and we say, what do you want to do? But they have no idea what they want to do. Yeah. And they were like, great. You want to do that? We'll help you do that. But I, I think um, asking people how they feel when they respond to different types of work is really important. And yeah, in cyber alone, there's dozens of career tracks, right? And I think understanding what what type of work makes you feel good is really important and find that type of work. Um, yeah. On my side, um, I like creating and I like talking to people and I like helping people find solutions, right? And that's how I ended up in this space. Um, and uh, the team's really important. you know I yeah. couldn't I couldn't do anything. Um, that that our organization is doing without a really great team. So yeah. we need to, you need to find those people early, as early as possible, right, and put them in place.
0: Totally, I I just couldn't agree more. As my obvious my primary role in talent acquisition, which I've done for the best part of twenty years, that is one the one piece of advice that I give to most people that I speak with is: What do you like doing? What do you enjoy? What kind of you know brings you joy? Um, and that's what I'll be, you know, telling my, my children, you know, go for something that you, you know, really enjoying that you're going to love, love doing, because you don't know when you're 16, 17, you don't even know when you kind of mid twenties. Uh, time.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I think most people mid twenties have these abstract ideas of why they like work or why they don't. Mm-hmm. And it's often like someone's personality or there's, there's some thing about work that they like or dislike, but it. I think the really important question that not enough people ask is, okay, I just worked for eight hours or in my case, you know, sometimes 10 or 12, how do you feel at the end of the day? Mm-hmm. Do you feel horrible or do you feel good mm-hmm. or do you feel okay? Like that, like checking in with yourself is super really. important.
0: Yeah. Really important. How does it make you feel? And yeah. And, and can you see yourself doing this? you know every day for the re- for the rest of your <laughs> your career because that's yeah. you know that's what it's gonna be isn't it um so that's so you,
1: starting career stuff you know and you know yeah. different considerations as you get further in your career but
0: yeah it totally is but really important very important advice there and um, so you spoke about that kind of go-to-market side and that you had to learn sales and then um yeah and then you've you know, you're in a position now where you're kind of going out. What what does that look like then? Have you got a team that does that for you?
1: Oh yeah, I mean, uh, if you don't have a team to do everything for you, then it's only possibly... <laughs> okay, let me back up here. So if you don't have a team, right, to do the things for you, the maximum you can ever create is whatever you can do yourself, which is not very much, Right. And if you have to run marketing and sales, and in my case, engineering, right, um, and operations, and a bunch of other things, I get to research, I get to like, do accounting stuff, right? Um, It doesn't leave much time for any of those things, which means that you're bad at everything, right? So you you need a team so that you're not bad at everything. Um, The only things that our organization really excels at are the things that we've built teams around. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's really important. Um, I think, to build that team, you should understand the basics of the job. You don't need to be the best at that job. But um, I don't think you can hire effectively any position if you don't know a little bit about it. So even if you're not going to become an expert in X, Y, or Z, you better have picked up that one-on-one theory book on um, yeah. whatever it is, right?
0: Yeah. So you know um, what to, yeah, build on.
1: What to look for and and even just understand the challenges that your people, um, you know, confront every day, right? so yeah that stuff's really important um in my case you know we had to build our team um you know as we're running as we're like building a runway um and every every hire is super important you know like your first hire is really 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 hard and your second hire is really really hard and um and as you build more you know as you build a larger team the hires get easier but um yeah. that process is difficult right i uh, think and i think yeah. you if there's one thing that you should become an expert at is finding the right people, mm-hmm. um, figuring out how to find the right people. You don't have to be an expert in the whole process. Right. But figuring out how to get it done.
0: Yeah. that in a way, and, and any successful business, the number one. The number one priority for a founder or a CEO is recruitment, isn't it? Um, In any any business in any kind of industry and um, so what what does the future look like then so what's kind of the the next five years look like for Fort Mesa
1: well we're we're turning the corner right now um, between you know this early stage of a software company where you're finding your solution um, proving it to the market um, finding your your niche right like where do you belong in the market um, and then making the market understand who you are. So we, we've we just sort of, we've sort of completed that phase of our life cycle. And now, um, now the challenges are how, well, how do we, how do we scale? Right. Um, so for us, we're rethinking every part of our business, you know, how do we do the thing we did yesterday, but 10 times bigger, right? Mm-hmm. Or how do we do the thing we did yesterday, but 10 times uh, more efficient, right? Um, and that's, you have to you have to tear up every part of your business to do that
0: so 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 start again
1: (laughs) yeah yeah I mean that that's what we're doing
0: (laughs) yeah exciting though it keeps you uh yeah keeps you creating and you definitely won't be bored
1: so so you know this time last year um I was on a first name basis with every single one of our, of our service partners, um, you know, that that sell to end customers. And I knew them all and I knew what was going on in their business. And we met frequently. Um, And not only do I not know who all of they are anymore, but I couldn't possibly meet with them all. We have to meet with them in groups um, or my team has to meet with them. We have to do both. We actually, even if, even if, even if I don't cover all the calls, right. And even if my team is doing a lot of that, there's still, you know, as a software company, you need to deal with people at scale. So um, we're creating peer groups. We're getting we're getting service providers to help each other, right? Um, there's all sorts of things that we do in, you know, in groups that we never, you know, that we always did one-on-one before. And, you know, one of the things we're finding is actually those groups are more, they're not, there's no loss of quality. There's actually a gain of like mm. camaraderie, right? Yeah. Things people like working in teams and groups and yeah. like it's fun so yeah
0: yeah no, i know that totally uh totally get that so uh that's really exciting though the fact that last year, you know it's changed so much in the last year um so yeah let's see what 2024 brings very very exciting um i think i think maybe to come you know to, to kind of come to a bit of a, a close here it would be good to get an idea of you know if there's a kind of publication or a book or kind of an information channel that's really meant something to you your journey and kind of growing and um and developing yourself is there anything that you could share any advice in that that regard
1: all right i'll, I'll throw three books out there then all okay. right so first i'll give the cyber book right yeah which is a bit of a, a holy grail if you're super geeky um uh, which is Ross Anderson's security engineering book. Um, so that's, that's the cyber book, but, uh, and uh, it's somewhat of a, it's uh, he's somewhat of a grandfather in the industry. Um, the, uh, but, you know, starting a company, um, I think there's different philosophies of thought there. And I think that you need to know all of them. So yeah. <laughs> like, e- even from the perspective of what is your philosophy for starting a company, there's, there's zero to one. Right, which is the Peter Thiel book, right? Um, and that in that book you'll learn that there are some things that are so big that um, they they're, they don't have value until you've completed building the castle or, or the palace, right? Um, it's not a palace unless it's got a roof and it's got walls and it's got like amazing lighting fixtures, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then it becomes super valuable, and that's that's the Peter Thiel theory. And then we have on the other side of the spectrum the Eric Rees theory um who uh who wrote lean startup he's got some other books and um he's he's somewhat of the biggest cheerleader in the agile industry or the lean industry um that um that philosophy actually came from japan and i talked about lean startup and those those are the three books that i that i brought up and you know there's many more right um there's many more books i know crossing crossing the chasm um by clayton christensen is like a it's an old favorite. Um, those are all like, they're like prototypical startup books Amazing. Right? and you should, you should hit them all. Right. If yes. you're really thinking of starting a company, um, uh, you could go forever on books, but mm-hmm. there's, there's some old favorites like that. Right. Yeah. And I think lean startup and, um, zero to one by teal are great because they're contrasts, right. They're foils of each other.
0: Yeah. So
1: those are really important and they, they're both, they're both running Silicon Valley right now, right? Those theories yeah. and, um, and crossing the chasms a little bit older, but that's also important. Um, innovators, innovators, uh, dilemma. is another one, right? Um, those are oh, all, yeah. uh, those are all like, uh, standard startup tombs. I think. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm going to stick those all in the notes, but thank you. That's, uh, yeah, some, some great golden nuggets there that I will, uh, I'll be able to pass on. So how can our uh, listeners find you then? So um, obviously LinkedIn.
1: Yeah. So, uh, you know, our whole marketing um, strategy is based around finding people on LinkedIn and 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 giving them educational content that helps them understand um, how they can build a security business, right? So you can find us on LinkedIn, Fort Mesa or Matthew Fish on LinkedIn. Uh, but also, of course, our, our company website, fortmesa.com. Yeah, we've got uh, information there as well.
0: Amazing, and you've got a really amazing podcast. And I think you go live quite a bit, don't you, on your podcast?
1: Every week, every, every week. week, and e- e- so. even these these holiday weeks in this time of the year. Um, uh, you know, we're we're recording now in 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 mid December. Um, we pre record and we just run them anyway, even if we can't get into the office. <laughs>
0: yeah amazing yeah so give give that a less listen absolutely that will be valuable um if you're especially if you're in this space but yeah thank you so much matthew i really appreciate your time and advice and um yeah i know it's it's early where you are so thank you very much and um yes yeah, so i'm lo- looking forward to following fort meter and seeing what 2024 brings
1: great thank you Haley.